On this episode, we get the blood boiling. We talk about our biggest pet peeves. And Muppet Babies. No, I won't sing the whole theme song, but dads do watch cartoons that our kids watch. What are our favorites? And he's been Barbie's boyfriend for about 50 years, but how's he actually make any money? We'll talk about the best occupations for Kendall. Welcome to the Dads Rank Things Podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things. From the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds or what's left of them. Welcome to episode nine of Dads Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And stop doing that. We all have our pet peeves, so things that really annoy us. Tyler and I decided to rank the things so that you know what not to do around us in case we want to punch you in the face. Start off with number three. My biggest pet peeve is not human-related, but computer-related. Mm. Pop-up ads. Oh, yeah. So no matter how many spamware protectors, antivirus software, polio vaccinations you give your computer, boom, pop ads are going to find you. It's even worse on the phone because, well, it's a flipping phone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, I feel like in our lifetime, we hit uh, a really bad pop-up time, you know, like kind of the, the late 2000s, you know, like... The golden era yeah, of pop-ups. Yeah, the golden era of pop-ups where they were just out of control, no website could figure out uh, how to block them, firewall. Yeah. So I don't think kids went through what we went through. That's true. Uh, my number three is very unique to me. Uh, and I don't know when it started, maybe when I was in high school. But one of my pet peeves, Jones, is when people fake shoot ducks or birds as they fly overhead. I don't know if I've ever seen, ever seen anybody do that. Yeah, now that I mentioned it, guess what? You're <laughs> going to notice it. it. Yeah. So if you're staying outside with someone right. and like a bunch of ducks fly over and they like act like they're shooting a gun, like, what are you doing? Like, it's not funny. It's not cool. You're not practicing hunting. Like, you just look stupid. And uh, it's it still happens today. It's happened probably to me within the last year. I bit my tongue. But it is definitely a pet peeve of mine. I think you look like a doofus. Do they say anything when they, they shoot? Sometimes they make the gun noise. The, like, pew, pew, pew. By the way, why is pew, pew the default sound for guns? Shouldn't it be kaboom yeah, or something like that? You don't want to startle your friend, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my number two is somebody that you might want to take out, the movie oh, talker. Movie talkers. So okay, I just paid two gold bars and a rupee to watch this film, listening to this Dolby digital surround sound, and now I got an earful of what the bitch Tammy did in the bathroom <laughs> at your office. Like, I don't want to hear the story. I want to listen to this movie. So shut the H E double hockey sticks up. <laughs> oh, I like how we didn't cuss hell, but we said bitch. Um, yeah, those are the worst. I feel, you know, I think for the most part, it's not an issue, but it's just a rare occasion that it is, and that's when that's why I think it's so bothersome. Right, it doesn't happen very often. Because you're really focused, you're getting into it, and then that's the prime time when, when yep. they're going to start talking. Yep. So uh, our Facebook poll had one of these two options. As, you know, kind of those popular pet peeves. And I'm that guy that has bad drivers as one of mine. I just, even on the way home today, I wasn't trying to, you know, instigate any conversation or banter for our upcoming show that we're doing. But, you know, we're, we're merging onto the highway. There's a slow car going in front of us. 
You know, and I know everyone wants to pass the slow car because we're merging. You got to get some speed going. Right. But there's cars still in the left lane. So what happens? The guy right in front of me pulls out in front of the car, flying in the left lane. The car's got to, you know, slam on the brakes. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? Like, just wait one second. They'll drive by. You can get out and pass the slow car. We don't think about things like that. Do you know what car now doesn't have cruise control? True. Pick a speed on the highway. Just pick a speed. I understand if it's if it's raining or snowy or this polar vortex that we live in, ice. Sure, you're not going to have cruise control on. But in and it's 70 degrees. Pick a speed. And and Jones, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you familiar with the early signal? Early signal. Yeah. Um. No. It's a positive thing. Okay. It's not like someone hits the early signal and then they they turn like a, a mile later in front of you and you're like, why they have their signal on so Right. I call this the early signal. Maybe you call it like the courtesy signal. So you're waiting at an intersection and a car's coming in the near lane, approaching you, and you're kind of waiting. They're at okay speed, but you're kind of waiting. And then the last second they turn on their right signal, and they pull into the where you are. Oh, gotcha. And you were thinking, if you were going to turn right and you saw me waiting there, why not just turn on your signal a little earlier so I can pull out? I do it. It's a friendly thing. But yeah. I'm also a really, really good driver, and I'm very <laughs> smart about it. Consider it. I'm aware of my surroundings. Right. So there's one. And if you ever ride with me, I'll say, this guy could have pulled out the early signal. Now, I waited this whole time, and now they just turned right in front of me. So, hey, there you go. I'll stay on that inconsiderate kind of thing with driving. My number one is parking a car across two spaces. So one of the most inconsiderate things you can do as a human being, there's no excuse for it. Because it's not like it's going to take any more time for you to pull in straight. So if you want to make a random strangers to kill, skin, and eat list, take up two parking spaces. What about, oh, my car really doesn't fit in one, or my truck doesn't really fit in one? I call bullshit. <laughs> I haven't seen many spots where it doesn't. My, my top one... My top pet peeve. Now remember, I do I do teach the occasional kid. My top pet peeve is grammatical mistakes in writing. Now you may think that's school focused, but people, it's not. We live in a social media world now, so everything that you're putting out there on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, what we type reveals our intelligence level. So when people think anyways is a word like that's something that doesn't bother anyone in the world but it bothers me because we can't just put random s's on on words it doesn't make any sense right you don't go to the walmarts you go to walmart it's one store okay it's any way or the the fact that people and i mean professional organizations don't know the difference between apart as in a p a r t which means separated i know your mind's blown right and a space part which means together, and that they have press releases right. about their organization misusing normal things in the English language. That bothers me. So that is my number one pet peeve, grammatical mistakes in writing. So we can't help it. We try to avoid it. But no matter what, we're going to have to watch those cartoons our kids watch. But... Don't lie to yourself. Every once in a while, you get caught up in the uh, plot. You get caught up in the problem. You get caught up in the climax. You get caught up in the resolution. And then you end up thinking to yourself, hmm, that wasn't bad. So what we're going to tackle here is the top three modern cartoons. So basically cartoons that have, are on now or in the last couple years, what's popular for the kiddies. And we're going to try to talk about our favorite ones. Yes, 
as adults, yes, as dads, yes, talking about cartoons. My number three is a quality reboot. And my number three is Alvin and the Chipmunks. It, it made a comeback. I uh, never thought it could be done. But the plot now focuses on Alvin, Simon, and Theodore as high school students causing problems at the high school with athletics and choir and math class. Uh, normal characteristic traits. None of them have changed. They're all the same kind of guys. Have their voices changed? Not really. No. You know, like, they haven't gone um, through puberty yet then, huh? I don't know. I don't want to ruin you don't have. Do you have DuckTales? No. Okay. It's a DuckTales reboot. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, mm-hmm. they sound they have deeper voices than you and me. And it, it bugs me. Cause you, Sexy. Right. If you watched that growing up, um, it, they had very high-pitched, squealy right. Donald Duck-type voices. Now they're like, hey, Huey, hey, come, Huey, come here and you know, tie my shoe. But not the but chipmunks. Not the chipmunks. So one of my favorite characters, if you watch that show, is the cop. He's sarcastic. He's weird. He's funny. Love his screechy voice. The cop on on Chip on Alvin and the Chipmunks. I haven't seen that, so I will have to check it out. I think out. it's on Nick Nickelodeon. Okay, uh, my number three is Storybots. So it actually first launched on YouTube, then brought to Netflix, and now it's got more than 150 videos ranging on topics from like space to farm animals. Uh, they're entertaining yet educational. That's why I think they're fun, even for adults. Uh, the songs are pretty damn catchy, too. You'll be singing them in the shower. I've caught myself once or twice doing the songs in the shower. But the educational thing for me is, is big in teaching my daughters. But it's important to have fun, too. Um, so that's why I put Storybots at number three. Um, you'll come to find out mine pretty much are all non-educational because, uh, well, I'm a worse parent than Jones. <laughs> number two for me, one that just popped up recently in the Tomlinson house, once again, not chosen by me to be on the screen, but by my kid. And that's called Big City Greens. Uh, it's a Disney show. It's about Cricket Green and his family of, uh, I'd say, country folk that end up moving to the big city. Uh, it's in its second season. There's a lot of, uh, obviously, cultural problems, how the country meets the city. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't really happy endings or lessons in this one. This were, And we talked about this the other day, Jones, where it seems like there's going to be a happy ending, and then they just like blow up the building or something like that. Right. Like, not happy. Uh, season one had some good good cameos, though. John Hamm voiced the character. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Raven Simone, Busta Rhymes, Hoo-ah! and Danny... Uh, Trejo, all the oh, yeah. guest appearances. Yeah. That's quality. That That's is. Quality. It just got renewed for season two. And is it like a spinoff of Green Acres? Uh, you know, similar idea. Similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, my number two is Action Pack. So it's called Troll Hunters Tales of Arcadia. It's another Netflix series. It was actually created by uh, Guillermo del Toro, who follows a teenager becoming a hero for humans and trolls alike. For me, it has like great storytelling for any TV show. And then, as you said before, my wife and I would watch that without the kids. Like we just had to finish the series. <laughs> the girls would be playing elsewhere and wouldn't be even paying attention to it. But we'd have you to finish, finish the episode oh, and finish binge watching this show. Uh, it's won dozens of daytime Emmy awards, which I had no idea even existed. Interesting. And now there's spinoff shows called Three Below, and then soon to come called Wizards. So they're finishing this three-part series, and it started with Troll Hunters. At what point do you think our kids will understand uh, that the the plot moves on on a show like that? A few so years still. Right, instead of carrying on. Because right. uh, I can tell you for my number one, it's just rerun city over and over and over again. When you came in the house tonight, it's a 24-7 thing. So it was almost like if you didn't like it, I'd hate my life. But my number one is Loud House. Uh, this is a Nickelodeon one. Uh, Lincoln Loud is the main character. Uh, and he has ten sisters. Woo! I think it's a funny show. This one does have good lessons. You know, good lessons. They wrap it up with something good. Uh, his best dude, Clyde, that's his buddy. 
Uh, Clyde, he helps him out in all of his ventures. Clyde has uh, two dads, by the way, so mm-hmm. they've modernized that idea. Three seasons, 75 episodes, uh, and their ratings hit their highest uh, in this past season three. So Nickelodeon's sticking with that one for sure. And th- my kid, it's on all the time. And 75, so I haven't, I still haven't seen all the episodes. And it's a pretty funny show, right? It's pretty funny. It I, will, I will laugh out loud maybe once or twice an episode. But they do like, and I don't know how Troll Hunters is, but this one, and I think Big City Greens, maybe even Alvin and the Chipmunks, so it's a 30-minute segment with 15-minute shows. They split it into two, yeah. yeah. Troll Hunters, I think, was actually made for older kids slash adults, so it's a 23-minute show all, okay. all the more. Okay, 23. Um, similar to, to making me laugh, I had Teen Titans Go as the number yeah. one. It was a relaunch on Cartoon Network since 2013. There's been several renditions of Teen Titans Go, but this is the latest version, uh, and they just renewed it for a new season. So it's based on the comic book characters. You guys are familiar with Robin and Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got quick-witted humor, which I'm a huge fan of, and some life lessons but as you said sometimes at the end they just blow it blow it up i love it because it's got lots of food references i'm a big foodie and it makes fun of itself first of all i'm glad you demonstrated some consistency because i would say teen titans go humor and writing is very similar to that of uh the lego movie right and batman lego right and that like your favorites for sure you do you have your as the rich would say you have your niche (laughs) right so um thanks for being consistent on that it is good did you see the movie yeah we went to the movie together the kids too yeah but they like i haven't seen the movie oh i thought we went together no (laughs) well thanks for thinking of that but i didn't go to the movie with you you're an ass (laughs) all right so this guy's been crapped on for 50 years we're talking about ken Yes, Barbie's boyfriend, Ken. Ah. He's first introduced in 1961. Uh, little do people know his last name is Carson. So oh, I didn't Ken know. Carson. And he Carson's looked, not spelled with a K either. He, he looks like a Ken Carson. <laughs> he does look like a Ken Carson. There's been lots of different variations of Ken. Uh, everything from plastic hair to having real hair to having no hair. There's lots of different variations of Ken doll. Um, but what is the most successful job to, for him to be a part of? What's his mm. occupation? So he's had some real-life occupations, like being a pilot or a firefighter, even an escort. What? Even an escort. He was real life. <laughs> but we decided to make up. What's a, what's a good made-up occupation for Ken to have? So maybe something a little funny. Uh, my number three plays on the weird, a coffee barista. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Ken Carson. Exactly. So if they made a modern-day Ken, he would have a man bun dressed in flannel and Birkenstocks <laughs> and recite slam poetry. The perfect coffee barista. And for sure, he drinks soy milk. And I think his name tag would say K.C. <laughs> K. KC. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went darker for number three, or more rugged, I would say. Uh, I have uh, an alternative job for Ken as a dock worker. Whoa. Yeah, working down at the docks, you know, uh, unloading crates. I, I picture Ken in an orange uh, highlighter colored vest. With the yellow worker hat on, hard hat, obviously. Um, you know, after work, getting a, uh, a beer and a shot of whiskey. You know, so I just picture like uh, uh, season two of The Wire meets Barbie. Does he have a beard? You know, just some scruff. Just some scruff. Yeah, so just five some scruff. Yeah, because he, yeah. he works hard. You know, he doesn't have a lot of time to shave because he's got to go back down to the docks at 6 a.m. and hope the union doesn't throw him out on his ass. <laughs> I'm going to go reverse opposite of what you have. And my number two is a luxury car salesman. Because he's the guy that's brought in to swoon the cougars into buying a brand new Benz. And he always says goodbye with, 
Toodles. Oh, yeah, Ken. Toodles. Oh, yeah. And when Ken drives it, it's not a Porsche. It's a Porsche. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go along those lines as well. So my number two is CrossFit Ken. Yep, I can see that. CrossFit Ken, black leggings, mm-hmm. headband, sleeveless shirt. Or does he even wear a shirt? He probably <laughs> doesn't most of the time. I mean, he starts the day in it, but after uh, one crunch, you know, He's shirts good. coming off. So basically, I I kind of measure that one as Barbie meets burpees. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> there is a there's a workout Ken and he was like 80s decked out. But well, I, I think... want you to know working out is not crossfitting. <laughs> Preach it. Um, my number one kind of encapsulates the whole thing, the whole personality of Ken. YouTuber. He ain't oh. cut it out for a normal 9 to 5 job. He's got to go make some money somehow being like, well you say probably an online fitness instructor maybe, he does online crossfit or an influencer, he drinks green tea and gets paid sponsorship money. I think that's You're more kind of line his, all his together line. Here. Yeah, it's more or less his line. <laughs> he just he's does YouTube videos. drinks while he does like some yoga for people <laughs> yeah. all, all on YouTube. Um, yeah, mine kind of goes along uh, along that way but in a, a weird way. Uh, my last one is mine, Ken. <laughs> yeah, you know, he gets his face painted all up. You put him in a, a cheap black suit. I mean, he doesn't speak anyway. <laughs> Doll movements are pretty robotic, like a mime. Uh, and I also researched mimes are said to make around $28 a day. I think, a, I think Ken could live off that. And that's why I was going with some of my jobs, is that Barbie's the breadwinner in this relationship. Oh, she does Obviously. Everything. She does everything. Obviously. She's got the house, she's got the car, she's got everything. She's so. like Oprah of the cartoon world. Exactly. So Ken, yeah, Ken can uh, he can ride the coattails and be any of these fantastic jobs that we just laid out for him. You're welcome, Mattel. I want to be Ken.